to go gray or not go gray? That is our question today. Stay tuned to find out what might be your answer. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and of course, I'm with my great friend and colleague, Dr. Crystal Gosser. Hello, Dr. Mike. Gray hair. You know, some people don't care. Some people care a lot. Um, not sure where you fall in. Um, I personally, I'm somewhere in the middle right now. Not really sure. I have some gray hairs coming in on the sideburns, you know, stuff like that. That doesn't bother me, but um, who knows? We'll have to see what time will tell. Let's get right into why we're talking about gray hair. Um, I know you've done a lot of research into this, Dr. Crystal, and you came up with some with some solid reasons, right, that we have gray hair. And Right. Yeah, and, and the, the first and one I wanted to jump right into was stress, because this is a big one. Well, yes, and, and stress can accelerate graying hair. Let's say that. Um, and we do know that removing stress um, in research may cause hair to regain the original color. Um, and this is was the subject of research in just this year, 2021, uh, a study published in the journal eLife. And they are, the, the researchers saw that the participants, when they decrease their stress, you know, one participant took a vacation and that person's hair started turning back. That's the pretty, normal color. Um, so just, so that's, that's all I got to do. I'm just going to go on vacation. <laughs> well, I don't know, Dr. Mike, it might be a little bit too late do for you. Do doctor's order, you know, go tell my boss, <laughs> I got to go on vacation. <laughs> well, what they're seeing is stress kind of tips you over the edge. So if you are a little bit younger, let's say in your 30s, and you're starting to see, you know, the, those one or two gray hairs, if you suffer, uh, if you have a stressful event that occurs in your life, um, or if you're under chronic stress, it can just kind of make those grays start showing up yeah. even faster than they normally I'll would. I'll tell you what, you take, um, take, look at the pictures of past presidents of the United States when they were like day one and all of them look great, right? Cause that's part yes. of campaigning. Gotta look good. And <laughs> now I don't know if they're coloring in their hair or whatever, but what's interesting, if you look at it, when they leave office, like in, you know, whether four or eight years, they're completely gray. <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Mike, this is, it's a complex topic because ageism definitely exists. And as I was researching this, even, and they talked about it in some of the studies, when you look at people who embrace it, what does the gray really mean? Um, people are covering their gray just to get a job. Like they don't want to look right. older in the workplace, if they, you know, they want to come across as being young and vibrant and gray hairs are, you know, sometimes society, society associates it with someone who is older, less cognitively uh, available to do the job. And that's just not the case. No, it's not the case. My, my point was the stress from being a president. Yes. That, that was too. my point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, past presidents haven't even been that old when they left and they, many of them leave very gray. 
<laughs> very, very point. true. All right, let's move on to cause number two, which is smoking. Obviously, I mean, what, what, what do you want to say here? <laughs> Duh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I should say more, but... Um, you know, when you look at the research, a 2013 study found that smokers on average went gray three years earlier than non-smokers. Yeah. I mean, Lots that's... of oxidative stress, free radicals, um, you know, just kind of poison that you're putting into your body. What about vaping? You think that's the same? You know, that then that's the question. Is it the nicotine or is it, you know, the tar and, and all those other things, formaldehyde that's in, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the cigarette? Um, I would just thinking about nicotine, its function in the body. Um, I would have to say it's more of the um, the actual uh, combustion and, and all of the, the, chemicals, the smoke inhalation the and those yeah. chemicals. Most likely. So we don't really know the answer to that. But it, it, but at the end of the day, I mean, smoking, please stop. <laughs> it's just um, graying hair is your least of is the least of your worries. And so we're going to we're going to we're going to move on from there. Cause number three. This was interesting to me. Um, low zinc, not enough zinc in your body. Tell us about that one. Well, the cells that um, are the the, uh, the area in the body where melanin which is what's responsible for the color of your hair the pigment in your hair um the, the place where that pigment that melanin is made is a storage place for zinc um ah, in fact the highest concentration of zinc of all the structural elements in the body are in those melanosomes basically the the places where the melanin is made. So low zinc, low melanin production in the gray hair ensues is the basic connection. Yes. And you see this even in young children, babies who are born um, and, and maybe they have some type of genetic issue where they, they just don't have enough zinc. They're unable to store the zinc. They are actually born with gray hair. Yeah. And I know dermatologists more and more are looking at this. I know they had their regional conference recently where they reported on this association, right? Between zinc and, and gray hair. Yes. So that's zinc. So you know what? Zinc in your multivitamin, obviously you want to get it through your foods. We always say food first, then a good multivitamin. And for the most part, you should be okay with, with zinc levels there. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're not eating well and not taking a multi, it might be one of the things to consider if you're going gray. Number four on our list for causes of gray hair, uh, low B vitamins. Yes. Yeah, so there are a number of B vitamins that have uh, specifically been shown to help to um, reverse gray hair. Um, B12 deficiencies, it, that's more of an association with a B12 deficiency and going gray. But there's a study um, that looked at intervention study. And, you know, we like to talk about the, the studies where there is a direct intervention. Um, and, and so you saw in this study, B-complex and PABA, which is kind of referred to as a member of the B vitamin family. Mm -hmm. There is research with PABA reversing gray hair. Um, some 
older research. I'm talking, you know, back 1940s is was Ooh. when this was originally <laughs> identified. Um, 460 great hair individuals given 100 milligrams of PABA three times a day. And 82% of those people responded with their hair darkening. Wow, and that's, that's after two to four months. So, it's, you know, but you said back 1940s, right? So anything more recent to kind of confirm that? Anything anything else out there? Yes. Yeah, so there is um, more recent research combining PABA with a form of vitamin B5. Um, pantothenic acid is vitamin B5. And this used a 100 milligram of calcium pantothenate, which is again, B5, with 200 milligrams of PABA daily for, uh, for gray hair. And 6% of the patients, um, all age-related graying, uh, saw a hair color change. And 21% saw a slight color change. And so that's eight months of supplementation. So if you're just thinking, what's something that I can add in yeah. to my regimen? Consider PABA um, and at the dose of 200 milligrams. And it's something you're you're going to want to just take it over the yeah, it's going to take time. And, and you know, <clears throat> I think you would agree with me, Dr. Crystal, that a lot of the the nutritional approaches to gray herring is going to be very individualized as well. How you respond to that. Right. right? Exactly. If you're, if you're somebody who already has a lot of grain, you know, PABA, bees, you know, zinc, maybe help a little. Um, but if you're somebody who's maybe just with, you know, gray hair around, you know, say the sideburns or something, that might be a, a better choice for you. But if you want, if you want a quick change, the only thing really that's available are the hair dyes, right? Very true. Uh, we do suggest a, a temporary hair dye, um, a semi-permanent such as, you know, henna to dye your oh. hair. Those are definitely going to be a better option. Uh, when when it looks at dyeing your hair, you know, it's a controversial topic as to whether or not, you know, there you should even use the permanent hair dyes if they're safe, if they're toxic, what's happening. Yeah, there's uh, been some good research along there, though, right? Wasn't there a connection between some of the permanent hair dyes, hairstylists and was it bladder cancer? Yes. And, and that makes sense, right? Because if you've ever been in a hair salon and you smell what the permanent <laughs> hair dye smells like, oh, Woo. there is no way I'll have to, you know, one time I dyed my hair at home and my husband was like, what is that? <laughs> I mean, he almost lost his mind. He was like, you need to take that outside to the porch. You cannot do that in this house. Uh, you That's know, hilarious. it just smells like it's dangerous. And, and so there is possibly an association linked to bladder cancer in the, the, the hairdressers who are, you know, they're dying people's hair over and over again, right? Like all day long. multiple hair, hair uh, appointments going on at the same time every day for like, you know, most of the week. Exactly. Right? So they're really exposed to, um, now when you say, um, temporary versus permanent, how, how long does the temporary last for most people? Um, you know, six or seven washes. It it all depends, you know, but it is something, you know, you wash your hair and you will slowly see the color in your shampoo. Uh, so it will slowly wash out. 
um, but it's gentler and um, and they're not like kind of penetrating that that hair as well as say the permanent um, hair dyes. But you know, I think it's better to be play it safe. Play it safe. Yeah, the temp the temporary ones sound a lot better, right? At the end yes. of the day, okay. So here, so if so, so you have three choices. If you're somebody who's dealing with some of the gray hair, number one, maybe you don't care at all. And that's perfectly fine. That's right. Gray is the what, new black. That's whatever what you want. Yeah, whatever you want, perfectly fine. If you do want to do something about it, number two, especially if it's early, consider the causes and try to reverse some of the effects of those causes, right? Stress, take a vacation. Tell tell your boss you got to go on a vacation because your, your hair is going gray. <laughs> I went an extra day. <laughs> Number two, smoking. Please stop, stop, stop smoking. We don't know the effects about vaping, all that kind of stuff, but smoking's a big reason. Take some zinc, take some B vitamins, add some PABA into that. Um, you know, those are some things that could help. And then, you know, if you're going to die, that's fine. Go ahead and die. But temporary dying, temporary dies, right. we think are probably safer than the permanent ones. Dr. Crystal, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Mike. You're listening to Live Forever. Don't forget, lot, there's a lot more podcasts you can download and you can like them and you can share them and you can comment on them and you can subscribe to Live Foreverish podcast so you never miss a show. That's all at liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.